listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. You know how yesterday we were talking late in the show about the Fortnite World Cup over the weekend? Yeah, where a kid won, like a 16-year-old kid won like $3 million to win this thing. Yeah, it was in New York. It was in front of a packed stadium. And not only did the the 16-year-old win $3 million for being the best at playing this video game. Second place got $1.8 million. Yeah. Third place, $1.2 million. Uh, and everybody who competed, I think there was like 50 guys, got $50,000 just for competing. It's interesting that That's you say how much 50, money there is. 50 guys because girls are out doing things and while guys are sitting yeah, in front of Yeah, and you know what? I, I don't know if there were female players. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> But I'm sure there's probably a couple of them, but it's just, it's absolutely amazing. And the, I was just chuckling here because at, uh, there's a story about this guy who won second place. Right. Um, he was, uh, at 24 years of age, he was one of the oldest competing. So. Yeah, that, well, that's... <laughs> that's is that crazy sense. or what? Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. There's just tons of money in that. And people like us are like... What is even going on yeah, over there? Think about that, though. That's a potential career change. Like, real athletes, real athletes, genuine athletes could actually, when they have to retire from their sport because they're too old to play it. Get into that. Get into the esports yep. thing and continue on and on and on. Think of the marketing opportunities. A second career. Yeah, just yeah. saying. Now, yeah, I think it was around this time last week we were talking about that game of Scrabble that my wife destroyed me in while we were on vacation. Okay. And I... I I posted a picture because my, my letters were so bad in Scrabble. I got all one-pointers, and I had like four eyes at one point. That I posted a picture of it, and some of the comments, by the way, was, uh, wow, playing Scrabble on vacation. Slow down. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I messaged back the guy. I said, trust me, it was a wild game. A total adrenaline rush. Uh, but there was a comment that it was on our Instagram page that said, well, the only thing you can do in this situation is accidentally knock over the board while going to get another beer. Got me to thinking about that is something that I think many of us have done as youngsters or at least what, knocked over the younger board? in frustration, right? Have you ever, do, have you ever uh, played a bo- any kind of board game, whether it's Scrabble or whatever, or even, even Sorry um, or Trouble, Pop-A-Matic, Pop-A-Dice, Pop-A-Six, you move twice. Um, wow, don't remember that at all. I, uh, I think a lot of people have done that, where you're losing and you just, you know, and you take it so seriously. Meanwhile, we get upset with athletes for losing their cool on a field of play when it's like a seriously physical thing and there's a lot at stake. Right, exactly. And yes, yet, yes, we, yeah. you know, I, I've done it. I, I, I remember flipping a Scrabble board, playing my wife. This is years and years ago. We were at, <laughs> we were at her parents' house. Two words, that. anger issues. Yeah, yeah at the time. Um, now I'm looking back, I'm like, really? Over Scrabble? Yeah. I That's don't, ridiculous. I don't remember flipping a board, but I do remember, uh, you remember that old table hockey game where it had the little rods on it and stuff oh, like that? Oh, absolutely. You would, you would spin the guys. Kind of like bubble hockey. I sucked at that, but yes, yeah, I remember Kind of like it. bubble hockey, but it was the home version of both. Before there were arcades, that bubble hockey game was actually a game that people played on their table in their yeah. dining room or whatever. Uh, I remember taking that game and I think pushing it off the table <laughs> when I lost. I was like, ah! Like King Kong, you know, at the top of the Empire State Building. <laughs> I, was all, yeah. I was all pissed. Uh, so it's, for, uh, for no reason whatsoever. It's 480470 KSLX. You play board games? Oh, board games. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> okay. Have you ever gotten so frustrated playing a board game that you flipped it upside down, ruined the game for everybody else? 
Yeah, chess. <laughs> At chess? Yep. That seems like a yeah. common one. That seems, if I were to say top five games that would cause me to flip the board against my opponent, chess would be number one, followed immediately by risk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, risk. Uh, yeah, that's pretty uh, frustrating, too. <laughs> yeah, you can't hold Asia. Yeah. That's your problem. Uh, risk, I've played like once, and it was just like, uh, like guys, I, well, can't, I can't get this three and a half hours back. I was just going to say, the problem with risk is it takes you a weekend to play one game. Yeah. It's like that, uh, what was that? I forget what the movie was where the guys were playing. I think it might have even been one of the X-Men movies where they're playing chess throughout the entire movie. Like, it's, <laughs> at the end of the movie, he walks over and he makes his move. That's kind of what's going on there. Isn't chess, like, it's a dignified man's game, is it not? It's, I, it's I, a I, very classy game. I don't know how to play chess. But. I don't know how to play chess, but I do know how to play the stupid man's chess which is stratego all right have which you ever I flipped love. that over i've never flipped stratego because i dominate at stratego stratego i huh? am a i am a fantastic stratego player all right you know all right the way the way i look at uh uh professional wrestling as being broadway for the stupid mm-hmm. i look at stratego as being chess chess for the, chess stupid. For the stupid yes <laughs> Got to talk about flipping board games, like and not and not like like you'd flip a house, but like yes, when you exactly. turn when you turn over a board game in frustration because you're doing poorly. And like I said, and I'm guilty of this too. I can't stand when athletes in the heat of a game make a mental mistake, and yet I've flipped a board game out of frustration. Yeah, because I, I, I was losing. I think, uh, and, and this is kind of how I. You know me well enough to know it takes a lot for me to lose my temper. But when I lose my temper, I have a moment where I sort of bang my fist on the table for a microsecond, and then it's over. Right. Uh, I had a situation where I was working at a radio station in Sacramento where uh, they screwed up my order at McDonald's drive-thru because I order a very specific hamburger. (laughs) And the hamburger was in a wax paper. And I was having one of those moments where I was like, I wanted to throw it. You know, like you had that moment, ah, for a second. Yeah. And I, I made the throwing motion like I was going to throw the hamburger, and the wax paper and the hamburger separated, and the hamburger went and exploded like the Zapruder film all over one of right. the salespeople's cubicle areas. I have that moment of rage thing. Yeah. That's what that is. Yes. It's just a moment. But then you look at the devastation and you leave behind. There are game pieces everywhere. Exactly. And especially if they're jacks, yeah. you could later on regret that. It, yes, Absolutely. You step on a jack, yeah. it hurts. This guy wants to admit, who, who are you playing with when you flipped over whatever you flipped over? Probably my little brother. I was playing. Uh, you know, it might have been chess. You know, mm-hmm. I know it was my little. I know it was my little brother, though. So you couldn't. You couldn't stand losing to your little brother. So you flipped the board. I think it went down like that. Yes. Again, the the gentleman's game of chess. Yes, that's a, it's a it's a it's battle of it, it's supposed to be a yeah. battle of strategy and intellectual wits. And I, I, look, I can understand. I don't have I have younger stepbrothers, but I've always just thrashed them in every competition we've ever had to keep to, to beat them down. But I can't imagine the indignity of losing to your younger brother. Yeah. All right. All right. So you you flipped the board game? Uh, actually, it was my father. We we used to play all the time back in uh, back when I was younger, and uh, he just got really upset. He thought I was cheating stealing money from the bank on Monopoly, and it was just, it was horrible. Landed on my feet. I mean, this was like a 150-pound table that he had, and he just got so wow. upset over it. Your dad flipped the Monopoly board yeah. playing with you, and how old were you? I think I was about nine. You're missing what something. A wonderful lesson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just good parenting is what's going on there. Taught you a life yeah. lesson. Yeah. Do you have anger issues now? <laughs> no. Ha- uh, and not you- really. No. Because well, they say, you know, board flippers were raised by board flippers. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you've broken the cycle. 
<laughs> well, somebody's got to. <laughs> nice job. Yeah. Years oh. of counseling. You know, we've we've overlooked the big Billy the board in that situation. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? What it was a hundred and fifty pound table that yeah, landed no, on his I know. foot? <laughs> I, I couldn't. Like, tell I, don't, I don't really I care don't about the, the board. Foot, well, the, the, was it the foot or the board, or the table or the board that landed on his foot? I think he said it was the table. He flipped the table. <laughs> well, he's obviously fine. Yes, but still. <laughs> Who flips 150 pounds? Like, who is so mad? Like, again, you're playing a nine-year-old, and I imagine right. if you're if you're right. an adult with some security issues. Uh, but who flipped? You push the table on him. What do you do, pick up a chair and hit him on the, the top of the head like wrestling? Hilarious. That'll keep you down, you little bastard. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, so I don't know if they ever played Monopoly again. Yeah, I would think so. I don't want to brag, but we should mention that uh, because we discovered what the longest red light in the Valley of the Sun is, okay, we have made it. We are on the website PanalCentral.com. Oh, my goodness. Yes, they've done a story on our search for the longest red light ever. It's at PanalCentral.com. Then just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see the big story there. We've made it. Our name is in print. Things are going to start happening to us now. You got it, Naven. It's, <laughs> it's this kind of publicity that makes people. Hey, everybody, it's Jesse. It's time for you guys to uh, time out for Spanish. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. It's Mark and Neanderthal, and all the way from New River, Arizona, We've got Bruce, who's going to play timeout for Spanish. We've got George Lopez tickets up for grabs. Bruce, we'll give you a Spanish language phrase. Then you've got to translate it. But we do give you English multiple choice. So can you do it, Bruce? I hope so. All right, Bruce, here comes your Spanish phrase. Dicen que eres lo que comes, así que deseando las nueces. Did you hear that? Yes. Would you like to hear it again? Can I repeat it? Yes. Yes, please. Dicen que eres lo que comes, así que deseando las nueces. All right, that phrase does translate into one of the following. Never break someone's heart because they only have one inside. Break their bones because they got 206 <laughs> of them. <laughs> B, my mother's astrological sign was cancer, which makes it pretty ironic how she died. She was eaten by a giant crab. <laughs> or C, they say you are what you eat, so lay off the nuts. Which one is it? C? Yes. It yes, C. it is C. Very good. You were very hesitant to admit your dietary choice. <laughs> Congratulations, Bruce. You've won in Time Out for Spanish. Thank you. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Now, as you drive into work... Do beware. We've had a couple of wrong way drivers again the last couple of days. Again? Yeah. Why is this happening? It, 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 and again, we've, we've talked about this before. It, it seems to happen more here in the Valley than it does anywhere else in America. I've never lived anywhere. I've Me lived neither. other places. I've never remember this kind I've of lived thing. all over the country and I've never heard. We have the idea that we don't know what direction to drive here in the Valley is. And don't get me wrong. <clears throat> we have a lot of roads. And we have a lot of highways and we have cars and a lot of weirdness because unlike on the East Coast where I grew up, you know, all the exits were to the right. 
We have a lot of left exits here, too. Yeah, but so still. Like, like, you know, like when you're going down the 10, you get off on 3rd Street and all that stuff. I mean, it's... We, yeah, have, it's, we have left exits. A lot of left right. exits in the Which, HOV lanes and all that stuff. It can be confusing, but I have never not once in my life ever here gone the wrong way. Certainly not on a freeway. No. Just doesn't happen. Yeah, there, there was some girl... It was early yesterday morning, like 2.30 in the morning yesterday. Okay. 25-year-old woman driving the wrong way on 101. You should see her mugshot. She looks like she's posing for a Christmas picture. Yeah, well... She's having a great time. Yeah, it used to be a time, like when in the good old days, when the Nick Nolte mugshots or the James Brown mugshots were... You were sort of embarrassed to be in front of a camera. Yeah. Now with social media, yeah. everybody's like, oh, look, it's yeah. my glamour shot, and the state's paying for it. And there's a woman who was driving the wrong way on I-17 up, you know, well north of here. Right. But I-17 couldn't be any simpler to yeah. figure out which way you're going. Yeah, there aren't that many lanes. It's not like you're on the 60 uh, where you've got 12 lanes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know what, and they have put up... They put up so many signs here in the valley that say wrong way. Sometimes it's confusing for people who are going the right way. Well, it happens you, right here, right outside the radio station. If you're coming just down. south of us. Yeah, if you get yep. off the 202, all right, and you're heading to the radio station to pick up a prize, you take the 202, you get off at 52nd Street, you cross Van Buren, and then you come down uh, uh, 52nd Street just a little bit. There's there's a there's a right-hand cur- uh, turn, and there's like three exit lanes from the 202. And there's, there's got to be, what, six red wrong way signs? Yeah, it's it's there are a lot. That is a semi confusing stop. But if you're sober and you look at it, you can figure it out. It's not it's not you don't have to be a genius to figure it out. But that's that's one of those exits they had to make fit when they put the two hundred two in. Like it's yeah. like we got to rearrange this whole neighborhood here. Yeah. But it's, it's like when you cut a pizza the wrong way. Now you got to try and make all the other slices <laughs> yeah. sort of even out. We, uh, but yeah, I got confused the other day. Just like I, there were so many wrong way signs. I'm like, am I in the? Ro- oh no, I'm good. That's for them. You know, for them, that's for the for other those people. people. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, so just be safe wherever you're going, I guess, is, is the only advice yeah. we can give you. Wrong way driving, has, it has taken the place of driving through a block wall into somebody's pool or driving into a house as the Valley's favorite driving mishap. <laughs> yeah, wrong way driving is, is a thing. Maybe that's why they want us to put our phones down. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would yeah. think Time for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. And it's sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. Uh, you can find them at ridenow.com. By the way, tomorrow, right around this time in the Dumbass of the Day, we'll tell you what happens when poor dental hygiene meets criminal activity. All righty okay? then. Sounds like a meth, a, yep. meth, a meth teaser. So today we get two dumbasses because it is two for Tuesday. We'll start with the gas station Quickie Mart cashier in Detroit. Okay. Who came out from behind the counter to stop a robber going on in the store. Now, the robber wasn't using force. He was just shoplifting, but the cashier was using force. Uh, He had his gun. Oh, boy. And shot. Now, before you say it takes a good guy with a gun to stop a bad guy with a gun, just know that the the robber didn't necessarily have a gun, didn't show one. Pew, pew. He was only stealing a bag of chips. And the cashier missed him and shot an innocent customer who happened to be walking into the store. All right, Hamilton. Yeah. Oops. Uh, Both the robber and the cashier were arrested. 
The shooting victim is expected to be okay. Uh, no word on the condition and, of the chips. And rich. <laughs> yeah, maybe and, so. And financially yeah. remunerated, made yeah. whole, if you so so to speak. Yeah, unless that's like an independent Quickie Mart. Right. And, <laughs> they still got to have insurance. But if it's a chain, then yeah. it could be really good for that guy. You're in trouble. Here's another one in Las Cruces, New Mexico. By the year- way, that's uh, yeah. Spanish for the Cruces. Yes, absolutely. Several, yes. several yeah. Cruces. Yes. Yeah. In Las Cruces, New Mexico, 30-year-old Delilah Hernandez felt like having some Sonic. And who doesn't? Exactly. So she went in and ordered some food. All good, except when her food came, she didn't feel like paying for it. Delilah simply grabbed the bag and said, this one's on God. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know he had an account open there. Well, that's why they pass the plate every Sunday, <laughs> right. just in case somebody comes up short at Sonic. I'm not sure that's you knew right. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to know. Yep. Uh, so Delilah was arrested a short time later, and uh, Sonic is willing to settle for restitution instead of her getting into a whole bunch of troubles. So. Oh, well, uh, you know. That's that is nice. You know, that that's the Christian way of forgiveness is what it that is. is. Yeah, Delilah, by the way, was tracked down so quickly because Sonic has that security team. You know, those two guys who, who are always sitting outside Sonic. A cheeseburger and onion rings for $2.99? Last time we ate this good for $2.99, we were in college. No, I was in college. You were in denial. Mm, that's not true. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> those guys are awesome, by the way. Love those guys. Yeah. They used to shoot those in Overland Park, Kansas. True story. Yeah, no, those guys are great. The cashier... And Delilah, those are our two for Tuesday dumbasses of the day. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. Good news for Arizona sports fans. The huh? uh, the sale of the Coyotes closed yesterday. And that'll do it for the Arizona Coyotes. They will be moving to Kansas City or some what? other city very shortly. No, no. Why do you say that? Because the... Um, the guy, uh, Al, Alex, Alex, Alex Marola is the guy's name. Yeah, he's a guy, uh, he's like a, he actually owns a bunch of radio stations. He owns a rock station in Los Angeles. Well, he. Yeah, I better be careful. He and he be owns a future a, employer. He owns a hockey team in Phoenix. Yeah, for now. How many times, how, how many different owners have the Coyotes had? Uh, don't ask me to count that right, high. Right, exactly. Yeah, they can't, but, nobody has been able to make it work. Yeah, and, but, and don't get, and I love hockey. But listen to what he said yesterday. All right. He said, the, the team is poised to do great things on and off the ice. I look forward to helping hockey continue to thrive in the desert. Right. I'm committed to providing our passionate, loyal fans mm-hmm. and the entire state of Arizona with a team they can be proud of for years to come. That's, the only thing he left off that is gonna, we wish them well in their future endeavors. No, they, he's not going to stand there and lie. Right, yeah. Says he looks to provide the team with, you know, the entire state of Arizona with a team they can be proud of for years to come. You How really much- believe that? Why wouldn't I believe that? That somebody in sports is being honest when they buy it. Let me t- put you in the Wayback Machine here, Mark. Let me what? Let me bring you over here. I, I lead you back to, I don't remember what year it was, but uh, George Steinbrenner. You know who that is, right? Yeah, you own the Yankees. Yeah, well, shipbuilding magnet George Steinbrenner, yeah. when he bought the New York Yankees, said on that day, quote, we plan absentee ownership as far as running the Yankees is concerned. We're not going to pretend we're something that we aren't. I'm going to stick to building ships. That's what he said back then. <laughs> George Steinbrenner said he would well, not, not meddle in the ownership yeah, but, of the Yankees. Okay, but it's, it's harder to look up quotes from the past, though. This guy is out there on film, right? on video. All right, sure. You, know, you can go to the Internet and see him saying that uh-huh. he's going to keep the team in Arizona. Uh-huh. Here, come on. Take me back to the way back, way back machine, machine. Uh, I remember Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah, you know, legendary NFL quarterback when he was playing for the Packers, and yeah, they were talking about potentially having him play somewhere else, and he said, play somewhere else. It'll never happen. My family is here. My heart is here. This is where I belong. 
Do you remember when Brett Favre said that? I, I don't remember specifically, yeah, but yeah, I'm... Yeah. He did. He did okay. say that. So and... I'm just saying, in sports, there's a long... Come here. Come here. Don't take my word for it. Right from the mouth, the horse's mouth. I've said it for seven years. I've said it for longer than seven years. I have never doped. You know who that was? Who was it? Lance Armstrong. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, enough. Okay. I want the Coyotes to stay here. I am not optimistic that that's going to happen. All right. It's Shark Week. Let's give away some movie passes. All right, we're going to play a game here. Um, I guess it's a it's a shark match. I don't, I don't sure. know. I don't, I don't know exactly what to call it, but I think that's a little too sinister. So let's go with something a little bit more. Up tempo. Are you ready to play along with the game, Mark? Let's do it. Here we go. Good morning. It's Mark and Neanderthal. Who's there? It's Teresa, Mark. Teresa, you're caller number seven. We want to give you I'm some. Caller number seven. We want to give you some movie passes, but here's what you have to do. Okay, what do I have to do, Mark? Last week, we talked to a gentleman outside the Yes concert, and we asked him to give us as many shark varieties as he could in 10 seconds. So think of the different types and the different breeds of sharks. Give us as many as you can in 10 seconds. If you match two with Bob, you'll win, okay? Are you ready? Go! Yes. Tiger shark, great white shark, sand shark, hammerhead shark, uh... Sabertooth. Time. A sabertooth <laughs> oh, <God>. shark. <laughs> Heavens to Murgatroyd. It's a sabertooth shark. All right, let's listen to Bob. Let's listen to Bob and see how you did. Mako, Mahi Mahi, Orca, Great White, uh, Sand Shark, Land Shark, Hammerhead Shark. Okay, I'm Bob from Tempe. In 10 seconds, how many shark breeds can you name? Mako, Mahi Mahi, Orca, Great White, uh, Sand Shark, Land Shark, Hammerhead Shark. Great White and Sand Shark were both in there. You're a winner. Woohoo! I'm a winner! Yay! Right on, Mark. Congratulations. All right. Good job, Teresa. She actually got three of them. Hammerhead also. Yeah. Uh, that was an interesting variety Bob named the Mahi Mahig. Yes. Shark. That's, a, that's a, an East Indian shark. I'm not yes. sure you heard that. Mahi Mahi Mahig. And by the way, Teresa was just ignoring you. Yeah, I'm dead to her. It's a story of my life. It was kind of like that. Yeah, women ignoring me. It's uh, it's become a trend in my life All right, recently. So, good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. With the free KSLX app, 100.7 KSLX.